No, no, I haven't. I haven't wondered at all. Not even a little bit. You actually could have stayed where you were at, and I would have preferred that. To be I came with you. back to let you know. You didn't have to come back and let me know shit. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm good. You should, you should like fully release. Let it all Yep, me too. I am. I am wondering what's wrong with you as well. I am wondering as well, but it's all good. Just, I, I appreciate you telling me that again. A, a thing for me that you can't let go. I appreciate it. You should. You should let it all the way go. You know. No, don't do that either. You should. You should never find. Well, first things first. Mashups are still cool. They're um, wonderful. They're this absolutely is um, fantastic. It's not N O X Z on um, SoundCloud. I've seen his stuff on like Instagram though. That's how like I found his page or whatever. Wonderful. He makes he makes good stuff. His shit's chill. Although I will say sometimes I feel like mashups also almost make you think of um, lyrics more because we've all heard that song, <clears throat> like the original one, so on and so forth, mm-hmm. and it doesn't sound terrible in like the in a depending on the context, but it does make me think like stand on my usual soapbox of like. Some of these songs are fucking nuts, and I don't Absolutely. feel bad for like not fucking with some of that shit. No, like I um, I was uh, I saw it was a long train of thought. Like I saw a TikTok that made a joke about like you know when you drop the homies off and you get to listen to what you really want to listen to on the way home, and like the TikTok had um, Anita Baker playing. So for the last like for most of the week, like when I've like gotten off work and I'm just driving home or from having like a chill moment after the gym, I've been playing her, and I was like. There's not a motherfucker like who out is like absolutely you would want to come home and do the whole whatever. If a motherfucker talking this nice to you, like this shit is lovely. And it was this one song that's called like just because. I don't even know if anybody out right now can make a song like that because it's just like love you just because. That's the entire premise of the song. You didn't. I didn't need a bunch of weird shit. I need a bunch of surface level shit. I didn't need a bunch of like you know weird. Um, Tasks for you to jump through 50,000 hoops Like one of them uh, little trained dogs It just was like love you just because And I was like this is a hell of a Fucking song not to mention Like one of those you know that generation motherfuckers Who could just like sing like with no You could just tell like you can go out in the parking lot And just bring it word to Ari Linux. Um But yeah I was like this is This is refreshing if when you see Hear motherfuckers be like oh my god you know like Even though stand on all the Critiques you've had of that old time you love when niggas Was lying in their songs but if we're if we're if we're working off the premise that that's just the thing, it's like you know she was saying a lot of cool shit that she wanted to come home to. I don't want to come home to nothing. To, it sounds cool. It's very situational. This shit was cool in the club. This shit was cool for us to go back to Telly. For me to come to the to my home. Look at this. We this is a peaceful domicile. When I go to my own personal peaceful domicile, it's a certain. You just come there, like, come on, man. You come there. I know all these stupid peace conversations. I didn't even mean to jump this heavy on y'all. But, like, you come there to escape the world. The fuck I found out? I don't want to hear all this shit. I don't want to feel all that shit at the house. I'm just saying, I need to make her fire. If you if you somehow, your mother didn't, like, you know, clean up the house on Sundays because you're some weird alien <laughs> and you've never heard any of these songs or heard this artist, like, get you some Anita Baker. Also, get you get you some um fucking Eric's playlist, too, because... That motherfucker was cooking yesterday. Oh, yeah, the Black History playlist? But that motherfucker was in his bag yesterday. He was 
Shout out to E, man. Motherfucker, this He shit. puts a lot of time into those playlists and, and I won't say trivia, but um, polls. I guess you can call them polls. Polls. Man, I don't even know how he like cuts it and puts the images and shit together in the video. That should take work. Y'all should fucking, whoever, pay him. That's a thing. Like, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's premium content. Absolutely. Yeah. He doesn't, and he creates the playlist that goes along with it and uploads the playlist on like weekly. I don't want to talk to weekly. This daily post, these daily posts, man, I beat y'all up, but like, y'all lucky y'all get these podcasts every week. Man, man, motherfuckers, this edit don't make sense. And you know what? They were right. It didn't. But I was like, look, bitch, I'm tired. Y'all could get a fucked up one every now and again. I didn't say anything in that goddamn edit. I don't care. Like, I wouldn't take a shit down. I wouldn't remake it. It's I too w- late now. No, I went back and looked and I was like, you know what? That person is right. I had a whole extra piece and I ended up deleting it in the midst of the cut. But I was like, I missed that whole shit, boy. Like there's a whole extra. Like I went back and found it. Like I found the original thing before I cut it. And I looked, I was like, I'm not recutting this. I was like, y'all could just be fucking confused. Like that's it. Like I mean, content wise, you can just release the original one this week and it still counts. Yeah. I'm like, y'all going to just be, you can actually turn that into something and be like, you know, what people get from misinterpretation and play a piece of the other one. And then when comprehension is actually going on, this is what they really hear. Oh man. I feel like that's just the story of the show. Cause you know, obviously like motherfuckers, we know personally, like can't believe y'all said that. I'm like, that was a minute. You know, fool. I've seen you in the comments and, and on live, baby. Like, you know, this shit an hour and a half at the least. Right. I gave you a 30 second clip. What the fuck? Why are we talking about this? You know full fucking well. I said a lot more things. He said so many more things. Just take this fucking shit and laugh. Get the fuck on out of my face. Even if it's not Damn. funny to you, just understand that there's more to it than you may see in that moment and just say, you know what? This just ain't, I don't resonate with this here, but I'm sure there's more to it that I probably could resonate with, especially if you listen to us. If you don't listen to us or you don't know us personally, well, none of y'all know us personally. Let's hold up the conversation. <laughs> but if you if you don't if you know us personally, you can kind of let some shit slide. I think that's kind of like kind of like the conversation we were having off air. Partly why I'm okay being a bad guy because some of y'all just like comprehension is not your it's not your strong suit. You can be given all the context in the world that you still gonna run with whatever narrative is in your mind. And you know what? I'm just gonna be okay with that being something that doesn't paint me into a favorable position because I know it's not me. I know it's not me. I know it's it's something that's going on upstairs in your attic that is going to lead you to like misinterpret everything because you you choose to. I saw a post that was the um the dude that does I think it's most of mind emotions therapy mm-hmm. and it was just like you know it was a whole different post about like <clears throat> what you go through as a counselor like you know thirty five forty clients and you know, safety plans and keeping up with your notes and all that other stuff. I thought all that to say is, like, this is my career. I'm not explaining shit to you motherfuckers in real life. Like, like you know, like, to a degree, it's like, look, man, I, you know, lay it on the line over here. Like, oh, what you got? What you, what, like, it was, um, I had a client this week. Like, just, you know, I'm still in the, I'm, and I'm still hovering in the just behavior modification space right now. Mm-hmm. But that shit said, Oh, we said it's a friend here, bipolar, anxiety, depression, all in one. I'm like, okay, man, if I'm knocking this out, 
I'm not finna come here and explain to you all what did you think that meant. Well, to me, this just interprets. That's what it is, then, my nigga. Like, cause <laughs> I've got the I got the link in the bio where you could literally see the entire thing. So if you took this clip, I swear, and if the and if you it that's what it is, and I, however you feel, I support you in that. I ain't explaining shit to y'all. <laughs> I think like like so many people. We've gotten so used, especially in the last, what, year and a half, two years, people have gotten used to reels so much mm-hmm. that, like, more and more our attention span is decreasing. Like, one, people can't pay attention for that long, unless it's certain topics. Like, political topics, cultural topics, things of that nature, people will pay attention longer. But typically, people that are looking at those things are going to pay more attention anyway. Mm-hmm. Their comprehension is going to be at a different level. But for the people that are like... They are fascinated with the TikTok dances and skits <laughs> and niggas making weird noises over chicken wings or big buff niggas shucking and jiving for a burger. Stay focused, teach. Like, <laughs> for people that gravitate towards that type of comment content, those are the people that's like, yeah, you're not going to get this clip. And I shouldn't expect you to get this clip because... There's more context that you probably couldn't comprehend if I gave it to you. And that's okay. And I'm just going to let that slide. But more and more, I see people's attention span. It's just like. Well, that's one thing when I'm like, when I when I'm oh, try to make a reel here and there, I'm like, oh, I got to just really make a bullshit reel. Because it's like, even like with this, I'm like, there's no way I can bust this down into like 10 seconds since I just write words. But if I'm making a clip, I was like, come on, man, like you got to give me a minute at least. You have to give. Like I thought about that today. Like the ones, the ones, not today, this week. With some of the ones that that were posted, it was like, okay, this is a minute. Like, I don't have any choice but to make this a minute and fifteen, a minute twenty, right? To pack in the context so you can at least, if you gonna, if you're not fucking with it, cool, but just not fuck with what I said, not what you interpreted. And I tried. I just started off initially. There's one where it was like I just cut it immediately at like fifteen seconds. I was like, this is nuts. This comment by itself is nut as fuck without the added fucking extra shit. Y'all is crazy, bro. And y'all, y'all yeah, you got a minute. We all got a minute. Like, we do no, this all day. Let people tell it. They don't have no minute. You know how many people, and you, I'm sure, well, you're dealing with kids right now. So you may see it later on when you start dealing with adults. But I'm sure you can hear it in your personal life of how many people say they ain't got time. Oh, for sure. For certain things. And it's like a minute really ain't that long, especially in capacity of like if you have good time management skills, you can understand that the a minute can be really utilized properly. And there's a lot you can get out of a minute, but you also have a lot of them that you can use. When you don't understand the concept of time and you just like waste it. It's you one. ain't gonna think about it a, a minute being important. You just like what, you got me in the first. It's like a speech. Yeah, you writing a speech. You got you got a first couple sentences to try to grasp their attention, and then look hook them in for the rest of your speech. If you ain't doing something, even like the pictures, it's also how people the like, thumbnail got to grasp. Well, that's a whole, yeah, that's a that's whole, whole other thing because that'll be like, ooh, let me go look at. Oh, this was a post about something else. Yes, gotcha, bitch. You wasn't yeah, paying attention. Pretty to much. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I do that a lot, but it's like how people are stimulated because like the the visual shit is a thing that obviously catches them and gravitate grabs them. And I'm up, and I think I'm I'm like okay, don't always like I like the visual shit. I'm not like some super saiyan whatever nigga. But there's some things where I'm like if it if I see that this is 
you know, shit, some shit is four or five minutes. Mm-hmm. I just won't watch the video. I just listen to it. I'm like, okay, I don't want to sit here. I can't sit here and do this because I might have shit to do. But what I can do is I just put my phone in my pocket. I've done that shit at the gym more times than I can count. Like, oh, this is a five-minute video. Or if you, shit, if you send me something that's long, I'm listening, and I'm just doing other shit. I'm like, okay, I got the grasp of it. And I'm like, nigga, y'all don't have to look. Like, you can. I cut it shit in there so you can see. But, bitch, what I said makes sense, too. You could just listen. And then fucking like that motherfucker. Share it with somebody. Here's, here's, that's a random tip that I think people can use. If you don't notice that you got a short attention span or your comprehension ain't where you think it is, send it to somebody that you feel does have good comprehension skills or somebody that will watch the whole video <clears throat> so that they can come to you and talk about what was said, especially in our stuff, and you ain't even have to really watch it. You just mm-hmm. send it to that person. It depends if you want to hear some information and want to get the well, gist of it as opposed to... You know, misinterpreting, and you like your misinterpretation better because you don't. Because your misinterpretation is more comfortable for you. It, yeah. it enables you to continue to think the way that you think, so you rather blame everybody else. Yeah. Yeah. So speaking of the niggas who was who be boogalooing in the motherfucking uh, you, restaurants, you, you wanted to go back, huh? Man, look it, because it was. It, it, I was. I was cool with just letting them whatever. Cardi said it's okay. That's that was that was the only thing that brought it back to my attention. I was like, come on, man, like let's. Let's discuss this, you know, for real. Now, Cardi said a couple things that I'm not going to oppose. Like the idea that they should be banned off all platforms and set up petitions. I'm not super for that for the simple fact that I know I feel like that's a slippery slope of judging content, taking mm-hmm. certain content off, and this offends me. So I, want, I don't want nothing. That sh- I don't want none of that shit taken out. I want to yeah. know who's Policing who. what people post. Yeah, who's who, who's fucking with who, so I know where to place you and what type of motherfucker you are, so on and so forth. Now, the things that she said, like the her saying they were cringy and they're corny as hell, absolutely correct. Mm-hmm. Where she lost me a little bit was I'm cool with the whole like, you know, you don't got to beat these niggas up or whatever. You could literally just ignore them because I ignore them. I legit. Did you guys know? I know I've said this before, but in case you didn't know, Instagram has a feature where you can tap a button and it says, do not show me no more motherfucking shit like this anymore. It says, do not show me no motherfucking shit like this anymore. <laughs> it just like that. And I go, hell nah. Don't ever show me this motherfucking shit again. Me and Instagram dap up, and I never see that shit again. So that's an option. The thing where she lost me at was, because I, I feel like we do this a lot, and it out it goes outside of even their type of content. That shit is absolutely comparable to, you know, Sambu, Boogaloo-ass niggas, you know, House coon ass this coon, mm-hmm. It's coonery It is It is very very Cause you could go This is good food Whatever your stick is I understand But we always talk Everybody in whatever's platform Whether it's music Sports Podcasting Whatever There's the quick money thing Which turns out to be You pretty much hoeing out Or you You know Selling out in some way Whatever way you think Selling out is As opposed to you going We got too many people Who There's a 50 billion people Who are into food now who are like, I like food, I like this restaurant. Hey, guys, like, I've seen, I've I, I seen three pages this week. You don't see these people. Hey, guys, follow me as I go to such and such food emporium. I don't know who the fuck this motherfucker is. You just see them going into food places. So if you're into food content, you don't have to move how they move. Mm-hmm. Well, even that that being their shtick. But her saying the thing of um, Jake Paul and him get paid for being blah, 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 blah. So might as well let them get rich. And that is dangerous. And I feel like that shit is how we as black folks have gotten this really precarious 
precarious situations. I like the word precarious because you allow mother. She even mentioned like her kids watch certain cringy content, but that's where you kind of step in. I'm not don't this ain't Carmen Card to be a bad mom and shit like that. But this is where you step in and be like, hey man, I don't give a fuck that you got a tablet. This is a certain shit that I don't think that we should watch because that shit starts to have an impact, starts to have an influence. You know, everybody knows if you don't, you know, that one to five range is some really important shit for like brain development and your kid becoming like who the fuck they are as a person. Those are some really crucial years. You can learn some shit as you get grown, but everybody it's in the books. One to five is very fucking important. So if I'm letting this motherfucker watch this big giant boogaloo ass nigga and he's thinking to himself like my son or my daughter or my um whatever you identify as and it's like hey man this is being a fucking buffoon a little bit is the way to go and some shit you can call it what it is you can express yourself you can be funny but some shit is absolute buffoon butt fuckery and we put that shit on ourselves like what they getting paid and that also sets a dynamic that anything is okay as long as there's a check attached to it. And that's not the fuck true. Like some shit, turn the money down. That can't be your only fucking motivator. And you end up selling your fucking soul. Like, nigga, there's way more shit that's more important than money. Especially for y'all that are, as a nigga who's living a very regular lifestyle, not to pocket watch, but like, you're okay, some of you. You're a, you're not a tree. You can move. <laughs> like, you can you can do something else. You don't have to do that. And the, and that that thought process of because there's a bag attached to it, we gotta get the fuck up out of that. Like that shit's not so much dumb shit the niggas is doing. We gotta get better as a people. Nah, nigga, because you said as long as they get the bag, well they not finna do better because doing better is attached to maybe sacrificing a bit of that bag. Niggas not gonna do that. I mean, I. I agree with us having to get away from that mindset because it's led us astray for so long. To me, that's still a part of trying to, like, keep up with the Joneses, so to speak. Yeah. Like, we trying to keep up with white people by way of doing any and everything to get get some money. That way we can live the way that they live, have the comfort that they have, mm-hmm. which is what we've done historically in this country, all of post-slavery, trying to <laughs> do things in a certain way to gain acceptance or safety from their acceptance because I have the money or resources or means enough to do so. And that ain't going to happen. You're never going to be accepted in those spaces. So just don't. Figure out what your purpose is with this thing. And that's kind of what bothers me with them. Like, what's your purpose with this? Like, I can understand. I think I sent it to you. But I, you know, I want to follow a couple competitive eater dudes. So they'll go to different restaurants. Not mm. to highlight the food, but highlight the challenge. This is how much food they give you with this challenge. And this is me trying to beat it or whatever the case is or people that are foodies even though they may do which irritates my soul i went to this place that has this sandwich or fried chicken or chicken tenders and i'm sloppily dunking it into the sauce and spilling all this i may be doing that but it's really to highlight how good this food is come check this place out they had great tenders that like there's a purpose to everything you're doing which is going to bring you some sort of money cool for them too, what's your purpose with what you're doing? You're not highlighting or critiquing the food. You're not really talking about the restaurant. You're not really like, were you hired to come here and dance at the party? Like, what 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 is your purpose for being here and doing this that you are securing money for? Because if ain't no purpose to it, then it's just a waste, in my opinion. In my opinion, it is wasteful. I, I, it is, and like I said, it's. And I and I, I and I know everybody has to find their own bag, and 
nigga, I'm a podcaster. We're all talking about a variety of the same shit. Yeah. So I get that you want to have your little shtick, but when I think about like good content that is, and the, the dude's black. I can't remember his name, but he's a dude in Vegas, and he's like, I visited such, 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 such. It was fucking delicious and he does a little close-up shit he figured out how to be like whatever and he's so big now that if that motherfucker goes to your restaurant your restaurant explodes like right. he's made that a thing like i showed up i ate i showed up anonymously to the point where he's making disguises where he put his sister on because she does like the uh you know makeup and stuff so it's a whole fucking system now and it's dope um or is it his wife whoever does the makeup or whatever doesn't matter um so there are ways to just do it where it just feels or it's just not you compromising what I feel like, I mean, you know, putting not, you know, putting my values on somebody else. It feels like your integrity, and you're like just like a weird, a weird ass nigga for likes and what I'm hoping is like, you know, a decent paycheck. Because you be hearing these stories later on, it's like, well, you know, I didn't really get that much pay for that. So you just acted a fucking dick for no reason for for free burgers and a t-shirt and some extra likes on your platform. And I know, yeah, and I know everybody is not like you know, extra black or whatever. But I, I, I just don't like it. I mean, I know that that's not everybody's journey, but to me, I just can't fuck with it. I was listening to, she whooping his ass. Oh yeah, there's some anime playing in the background. That's another comment I saw this week, but I'm, a, I'm, we'll get around to that. <laughs> Cause yeah, she, she mauling him, but he can't. If I'm not mistaken, he can't die, so he'll come back. And immortal, the what's it? Immortal Blade. Mm-hmm. Watch it, cause they, I'm, I'm. I'm I was focusing, but she she really worked, dog, right there. That was crazy. <laughs> and that just looks ugly, like, God, that looks painful. Anyways, um, where was I going with that? Uh, Purpose, what'd you get out of it? Oh, yeah, I was watching the Godfrey, and in Godfrey We Trust podcast, and he was talking to T.K. Kirkland. And, you know, if you don't follow or know Godfrey, like, blackity blick black, blackity black. Right. So he just started going down. It was him and word to Dante Nero, Fucking black Philip man. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> um, they were they were both like just going down like the fucking lay the rabbit hole of you know white nonsense, like the real shit, not the you know like even just to the to the point of like, hey man, like anytime we tried to get up, like Tulsa was like fifty times over. That's just the popular one. Or let's go back to you know when you talk about like what they do to black women in the medical field, like that's been forever. Henrietta Lacks. Um, Things like not, uh, they you know, they used to, um, during slavery, how they used to just like, they would just open you up and like. Experiment on you while yeah. you're awake. And no no anesthesia. Feature. You know, the, the Florida thing with the crocodiles. Feed like the, the brutality of it all. So I said all that to say is just like, when it comes to some of these things that are just so adjacent to like, you know, getting a little check from the white folks, it's like, man, we're not really that far from like that type of shit. And if you throw any type of, um, you know, sprinkle some little epigenetics conversation on there, it's like, oh man, some of this shit, these traumas are still within us. So it's like, I'm gonna put some, some, you know, I'm gonna look. If I'm just gonna be a half, a little quarter bit of a scientist, I'm like, well, why the fuck y'all are people too? Y'all have had a culture. Your culture has gone through things that might be a little bit in there. There's a lot of weird under, over, inner tones that should be kind of addressed when we out here maneuvering. We're motherfuckers who make a lot of funny shit content. You know, you can say it's contradictory or whatever. And, like, I get you. But it's, like, some of that shit, man, that these niggas be out here doing, I don't have any other ballpark other than, like, this shit lacks of a, a just a good realm of, like, 
integrity and just make you look fucking like a buffoon. And that's just crazy shit because they made niggas look like buffoons. That shit's not funny, nigga. That's crazy as hell. But, I mean, to you me. got to think about the word that you mentioned, right? Integrity. <coughs> How much content is out there that's really promoting integrity <laughs> in our community? I can't speak for everybody. How much how much content's being created that displays integrity, let alone that is received for the message that it is giving? Now I'm not gonna say there ain't none, but when we think about popularity, what's shown, what's what's shared, what's liked, what's posted, reposted, what's talked about, all of that, how much of it has to do with actual integrity? Yeah, popularity wise, not that much. Or like it's I would say it's talked about as that, but, you know, if you listen hard, I'm like, well, there's a lot of little selfish undertones here, and that's not super, super, like, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's a lot of, but also I feel like, you know, um, that kind of circles back to, we made a, you know, some of the one of the posts from earlier this week where we were talking about, um, you know, submit like that stupid word submissive mm-hmm. for women, and like what that really entails if you like define it and look at how that has been used throughout you know, history and a bunch of other things, as opposed to let's use some language that you really, really want out of a potential partner. So even when I could say like integrity, like, you know, use more words and more things like this. It's like, I'm integrity because I'm doing what's right to me. And I'm like, well, that's kind of, but that doesn't necessarily maybe cover the whole gamut of what we're getting at. Like good person, you know, service to your community, a little selfless. Like there's thing, you know, it's bigger than you. It is. And understand what, some of that shit type like be meaning like I ain't trying to cut nobody off from like a check but because at a certain point I was talking to my sister about this today like you know you might not have signed up to be the world's biggest public influence but at a certain level once you get to a certain size your voice matters yeah so integrity would mean like this is beyond I know I might have just wanted to rap I might have just wanted to pod I just wanted to act I just wanted to this but now you're at a space where everything you do matters to people now should everybody be all up in your business but if you're going to say something or do something think twice maybe a little bit i I mean you need to think more than that think think thrice (laughs) think three goddamn times put an extra one in there but the influence of the bag sometimes that's bigger than thinking in general like i think a lot of people are so motivated by attention and then money comes with the attention later on that those are already two different levels of something compounded on top of each other that keep them from thinking at all. This has been working for me, so let me stick with it. And it may not be until the damage is already done because people have been paying attention to you that you start to realize it. it kind of, like this kind of made me think about Young Boy, like Young Boy mm-hmm. in his, I guess, the documentary or whatever, where he's talking about, damn, I did, I, I got all the money, I just sold all these records, did all this stuff, and I'm just now realizing the impact that I've had on people and how I've caused negative shit to happen with my music. And now I have to make amends for trying to create a different narrative than the one that I've been putting out there for so long. See, I, 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 now I agree with that, and I actually salute him for that. But see, the thing about them, him... And it's like they're adults around him. Like, that's still, for a very long time, especially, like, he's only, is he even mid-20s? I don't even know if he's mid-20s. So, he maybe 22, maybe? So know. let's say that. So let's say, like, I understand mad wild shit as a teenager. I wasn't famous. I wasn't a millionaire. So to a certain degree, <clears throat> it's kind of fucked up to hold that standard to a, you know, 19-year-old millionaire. But... 
there are adults. I don't give a shit. Whatever you, whoever you are, and I understand you want to make money off this person, but there's adults around them that I feel like should be held accountable. And then there are like parents, like because I know, like you know, young boy out here making niggas go wild in the streets. Okay, man. Well, then there's people who are parents of the kids in the streets. I mean, this gets bigger because then there's like systemic issues, and mm-hmm. some of these, like a lot of these communities, don't have healthy families, but. There are things that obviously it's good and I think it should be applauded that he is looking at himself like, okay, man, I've been doing a lot over these past couple of years, which is fine because he's on this journey. I just feel like in the scope of like him and like other artists, it's like, man, let these motherfuckers make the music they want to make. But I am looking nuts and looking at you like a nut if you like, yeah, this motherfucker be speaking that real shit. He can speak this real shit as a 21 year old or as a 22 year old, as a 23 or whatever. You're 33, my boy. Now, I know age is not any barometer for, like, it's technically not a barometer for you being wise or anything like that, but you should. And, you know, we should should try to push you along that journey a little bit. Same, it's the same thing for y'all who was like, you know, um, you know, I'm not not opposed to big old freaks, but a lot of y'all was out here, like, you know, hotties and, you know, Nick Nick Energy. These women is 20 something. Yeah, these women is 20 something living that life. Living their lives And they should be You wouldn't even live in that life That's the funny part Well that too But I'll take I'll take that like They 20 some Even Even Cardi B When she was like First coming out Like everybody's singing And loving these songs Baby you're 37 And that boy is 8 Shut up Like love the song But why are you out here Living your hot girl It's over with Okay you can live you know, you can live a good life. You can, you know, love it's you. But you, what, what are you talking about? completely over. You can still get some hot girl summer in the end. If you got but you're not going to get, you're not hot girl like like that. And I'm not fucking, um, you know, what, what's that fucking jo- the, the joke meme? I made one today where niggas was like, Mo3, you know, you scared to come outside. Like, a nigga might be scared to come outside when I'm outside, but he's not as scared as, as he would have been scared of 19-year-old me. Like, right. uh, we gonna, you going to come outside and talk to me first before we get to it. Like, I'm right. fucking hips hurt. It was like, I'm not, you know what I'm saying? Like, I want to I wanna buy a house. Like, I just, it's, it's, it's a different level. And I just feel like some of y'all, I'm not even blank. Like, when you start to really look at this shit in perspective, nah, this is a 20-something-year-old artist. Get your shit off. You... Man, what the fuck are you doing? Like you, we was out you together when it was out. We did that. You, your hot is different. You don't get hot, but it's just different. That motherfucker over there, her, she can get fucking Carolina Reaper hot and bring it back and make her and get her life together. You are a jalapeno, and jalapenos is good, but it's a fucking jalapeno and knock it off. You are Crystal's hot sauce hot, baby. Like, let's let's get this shit. That woman right there is the bomb beyond insanity explosion. It don't even take, it just is hot for no fucking reason. She can do that now. You, you are at a phase. She's at a time in her life, then cool it down. She had a time in her life where she need to put some ice on that mother. That's not making no sense. That's what I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Jalapeno with no bacon. Cream cheese. You, yeah, you know, you're not a popper. You just it's gonna be awesome. Just poblanos. It ain't even fucking hot. It's got a nice little taste. Some of you motherfuckers is bell peppers, and that's fine. <laughs> Shit, she's fucking damn. Fuck is you up here doing in the fucking heat competition? Fill this motherfucker up with some meat and put some cheese on. Put this shit in the oven. Right. I mean, yeah. but that that goes back to influence, and I'll even add in capacity. Like some people are so influenced by things that they don't recognize what they shouldn't be influenced by. 
routes that they should not be going because it's not for them. It's not beneficial for them. And do you have the capacity to handle the shit that you're really trying to put out there? So even saying with, uh, I don't know that name, man. Gorilla, Dancing Gorilla, is that his name? Something like that. Whatever. Which even that, the even name. The name. But where the alphas at, bro? Y'all not finna come clear this shit up? Oh. Yeah, come on, man. Like, shit, you just let this nigga out here. Just. He just repping y'all, huh? <coughs> maybe, maybe he is an alpha. Maybe, I don't know. I bet he get in that restaurant and rickety wow, y'all can fucking come through the. Yeah, go to an ice cream joint, nut up in that motherfucker. Just get it together, man. Black excellence, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, horrible Horrible, horrible, horrible But, yeah, like, it's it's some people that are uh, adopting mindsets and lifestyles Like, say for him, cool, I just wanted to do some shit that seemed funny That would get likes and get notoriety, cool You got that Now you don't know when to stop You don't know how to actually do it You don't know what to actually do it You you stuck You typecast in this box and you gotta keep doing it Because you're going beyond your capacity with something that you should have never stepped foot in to begin with I resonate with that. That's why sometimes, like, I'm always going to stomp down for this fucking mental health shit that we talk. I'm in the field. This is the life I've chosen. This is my actual career path. Super here for it. But when motherfuckers be, like, like, like trying to feel like, oh, what do y'all, y'all do this, y'all do comedy? I'm doing all of it because I just don't even like the idea at all of being, like, boxed in or, you know, <clears throat> like, even, like, in my actual career so to speak i'm gonna say something funny i'm gonna make a joke i'm gonna say something that might be inappropriate or whatever um as a way to connect as a way to even make a point analogies and this that and the third on here i can make a joke a joke even that fucking you know half the jokes on here if you you know spread them out even you know word to comedians like it applies to life which is all we doing in this mental health shit is trying to get motherfuckers to you know, get their lives on track. I say all that to say, is the boxing in thing, especially in the age of the internet, where I can see you dunk, uh, Dame, uh, Dame can leave the fucking lead the fucking game, all star game, rap on a plane, go shoot a movie, do a commercial, write a cartoon. Like you don't have to be in these boxes anymore. You know what I'm saying? So you know you can be like there was a time where you know you think about like you know even um, actors or whatever. Like Michael B is like. I like anime. I like to box shit. I like to do you. So you can do whatever the fuck you want. Is all I'm trying to say. Is like, I understand people saying that, but stop that shit. I know it's a much more difficult route. I feel like we could have probably been, you know, massaging this podcast niggas and been gajillionaires by now. But fuck that. Because I don't want to do, I, like, I just don't. It seems like, I know you, we watch the movies. Motherfucker be a goddamn uh, multimillionaire and then go run in front of a train or some shit. Be like, what happened? It's like, I haven't been myself for 20 years. I don't want to do that shit. I mean, but that's because you have purpose, sir, and integrity. You can look at something and say, nah, this ain't for me. Nah, I don't need to do that. No, this doesn't resonate with me. Nah, this doesn't doesn't suit the the purpose that I'm trying to fulfill. Like, you can say all that stuff. And I think we got a little bit of a privilege in that regard because not everybody can say that. I'm sure there's a lot of people, like even with Cardi, I think Cardi may be defending them. And Cardi may be saying that it's okay and we don't need to be a certain way towards them. Just let them do their corny shit and leave them be and let them get their money. Because she was that type of person. She was the girl out here doing some less than favorable stuff with no purpose that just panned out for her. She's just now, maybe in the last two years, starting to learn how to not just be more than a stripper. 
setting dudes up and all this other stuff. <laughs> like, you know, all, all the things that she's never had to account for. But she's just now recognizing how to pay more attention to cultural matters and political matters and all that stuff within the last few years. So she didn't need, she needed time to grow. And I can understand for her advocating for these brothers because they're going to need some time to grow as well. I don't know when that growth is going to happen. And I don't know what that growth is going to look like. I don't really pay them too much mind because they get on my nerves. But at what point do people like actually find the ability to have some purpose themselves? Now I will say, I I don't even dislike them because of the whole shucking and jiving thing. Granted, I do see that correlation. I think for me personally, I just don't like people that are extra. I don't like, I'm not a fan of that. I don't like loud people. I don't like people that seem like they're doing the most. I don't like people that are bringing unnecessary tension to themselves or to the environment. Like I just, even with some of the prank shit, I'd be upset at some of the prank shit. Like I get it that you got a prank platform, but I'm just in Walmart trying to shop, my nigga. I don't, I don't need all this extra nonsense going on around me. Like find a homeboy that work here that'll let you come film some shit when ain't nobody really in here or something. But like just doing all this in the front of everybody just for reaction and likes, I get it. But that's, I don't like the extra stuff. That's just me. I never have anything extra. I've always not, I've wanted to like gravitate away from it. So I'm not a fan of the extra. And also them prank niggas. I don't feel bad for them. Some of them like, you know, there's a dude that, like, he'll say funny, like, little funny stuff, but the, a lot of them are in stores. Um, but some of them niggas, I'm like, yo, man, like, you deserve to get popped. Like, especially them dude, them ones who are on the elevators who be touching on people. I don't feel bad for them at all. Like, you get balled the fuck up. And, you know, it just consequences. You can't invade people's personal base. And y'all are playing on things that are, like, just not jokey jokes. And I love a good joke. I love a good and appropriate joke. And I don't. And here's my thing, I guess, with that. I don't feel bad when shit happens or people react back to them. Because mm-hmm. while you are well within your rights to make your content, you also, we're Charlemagne, like you can't, you know, uh, regulate how people react to the shit you do. So it is what it is. Um, oh, hey, we co- we, had it. we did get questions, but we covered this. We at least covered the majority of um Just that. mainly Kenny, because niggas, I just like I just like how he framed his question. <laughs> niggas culturally cooning and ruining brunch in the process. And I'm not going to lie, that second part is something I think about often. Because how long is this video, and did you re-record it? Because dead ass, you are jiggling them hips next to my fucking meal. And I'm not going to lie, that would bug me. Like, I would be like, this nigga's corny, but do not bring your... Big 250 pound ass Over across Over my fucking waffles Like This is nuts I mean even for For both of them I've seen different posts From them Where you look at the people In the background And they look Disgusted (laughs) Or irritated Or whatever the case is But that would be my 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 point as a patron Especially with brunch culture because anything black brunch wise, niggas is gonna charge a minimum of sixty five dollars just because it is what it is, which is completely absurd. Because you gave me some fucking frozen waffles, and some <laughs> refried shrimp, and some watery grits. I paid sixty five dollars for this shit, but I paid sixty five dollars to try to come have an experience with my people, my culture, my community, my friends, and and all of that, just to come and see you. 
fucking up the space that I've paid to enjoy. This wasn't part of the ambiance that I paid for. If they put you on the bill and said special appearance by Dancing Gorilla or whatever the fuck his name is, and I paid knowing that you were going to be there, then cool. Whatever. I know that's his thing. I know that's what he's going to be doing. But if I paid 50, 60, 70, however many, some people paying hundreds of dollars for sections at brunches, which doesn't make sense. But whatever. Do your thing, buddy. It's your this is a regular. That'd be the thing to kill me. This is a regular event space we can get into on a regular day. It costs you free to get in here and the food be like 20 bucks. That should be blowing me. I'm like, y'all paid $100 for a sec. Why did you do that? That doesn't make sense. This is a regular, regular spot, bro. For a regular bottle of Hennessy. Yo, that shit, yeah, that shit is always, and obviously I'm captain, like, I, I'm captain for, but I've paid to go to, to to events when it makes sense. It's like, we're, it's a Sunday, it's a regular day. Why are we outside of this place? What are we paying for? Ain't nobody in here. So we legit are just paying over a, a, a ridiculous number because this shit say they got a, a little party people attached to this bridge. It ain't risk no niggas in here, but it's regular motherfuckers in here. Look here. The lady that's on the flyer ain't going to be at the party. I learned that in high school. That girl lived by my auntie house. I know her. Right. Like, and I work with dog over there. Why the fuck are we pay so much to get in here? We could have done this shit at auntie house. The girl on the flyer that's supposed to be here, she got five roommates. Why am I trying to see her? I'm doing better than her. I'm not about to do that. I'm not about to perpetuate this Sitting facade. here and get shunned by a sexy light-skinned bitch on an air mattress. <laughs> the fuck? Hey, they, is, is it a top-quality air mattress? Because some of them air mattresses no. are really, like, they really good. They they would double as a bed, and you wouldn't even know it. So what what what, what tier of air mattress are we talking about? Whatever tier can get four motherfuckers in a one-bedroom. <laughs> So I mean, you know, and I'm not I'm not opposed to everybody taking their journey. I'm opposed to y'all being uh, dickheads to, uh, to other people with <laughs> like yeah. perpetuating and, the image yeah. that you ain't really living. Ain't nobody life like that. No, but that's 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 what I can be okay with. If that's what you're doing, and I know that that's what you're gonna do, and I know that's the environment that I'm coming in and I'm paying into, then whatever, do your thing. But if I'm not expecting that, I don't want you showing up randomly. And ruining the experience that I was trying to have with me and my people because you want your clickbait or you want to do the same thing that you do in every single environment. Like, I'm I'm not Magic Mike out here. I'm not Magic Mike by any means. But the nigga got like the same three, four moves. So he was on he was on that funny Marco show. It was like I got hands, dog. I laughed. Oh my god! He might. Who knows? It was. It was funny because he got up and threw punches, and it was. <laughs> yo, that's honestly the funniest shit. I feel like he was one of them corny kids in school that just learned how to lift weights and is still looking for the acceptance of others through shit that he ain't got no business doing. Yeah, certain kids at school that was just trying to be popular, and then they got mm-hmm. their moment for something silly, and they just kept doing it. I feel like that may have been him. Same thing with the other dude, like. I've never actually watched the other dude stuff until I, I saw these clips coming through, and I was like, I'll never click on this I've shit. never watched him intentionally, but I've came across his stuff a Sheesh. few times. And just the, he's lost me before he even starts doing it. Yeah, before he shit, starts bro. doing all what? that irritating shit. The fact that I can look on the table and see how much food you're wasting that you're not really going to eat. Like I think the first one I, I saw from him that. is like, yep. He had like five pizzas in front of him or something. And they were just basic-ass Domino's pizzas. Nothing special about them at all. So I'm like, 
you don't look like no competitive eater to me, but let me see why you got five, six pizzas in front of you. And then he start making the noises <laughs> and doing all that. It's like, you doing all this for Domino's? Hey, this is why, like, not to say these dudes did that, but this is why sometimes, like, I can understand. I know, like, we, you know, they talk about, like, you know, don't judge the younger generation. But I can understand being, like, I'm a comedian for, like, 20-plus years, honing my craft, getting on stage, having life experiences, understanding how to talk to audiences and develop real thoughts. And a mother got up here going to say comedian and be booked next to me. Ah, boy, I'll knock all this motherfucking shit. Who is this motherfucker in the green room with me? What the fuck are we? I had to go up behind Jamie Foxx in 94. Bitch, get this nigga the fuck out this room. Like, I can understand that. I mean, they kind of said the same thing about Jess. Like, Jess hadn't put in her work. I think they said the same thing about... um Tiffany I thought, Haddish. I thought Jess was going was doing. Um, she does a little bit stand up like yeah, now. She, oh yeah, I thought she was like trying to do her like do her circuit. Yeah, I don't she, know. I'm she like, trying I'm to stand up. Like later like, on in her career, she's trying to do it. But I think early in her career, she just had the Jess with the mess stuff. And once that started taking off, and the other stuff, because I originally didn't she get popular because of the picture with her and her son. I remember like I me- yeah, I remember she was like growing and then that picture because that was when like Corey Holcomb said some shit and then they got started going back and forth. Right. And that 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 was a big uptick because you know Corey is Corey and he was gonna say some stuff. Gave her that notoriety and attention. And then, you know, and she she took it and did something with it though. Yeah. But yeah, I don't I don't know much about her like on stage. I know they talked about it on the Godfrey thing show, and but I've never gone. So in my mind, the way it looks like her career is going, I was thinking like, you know, the stand-up shit is like successful. She took it seriously. She's going and killing on stage and blah, 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 blah. Right. But I don't, I don't know. I've never seen her. I, ain't um, never seen her. I know she be on Wild and Out. So she does. She gets a little practice in with Wild and Out, which is cool. That's a little, that's a nice little check. I assume. I don't know what y'all get paid. That's between y'all and Nick and his kids. So, but she's still taking things and flipping it in a way. But I can understand for, say, like, even with Wild and Out, I can understand a comedian like Cat Williams going on Wild and Out and being like, all of y'all are comedic influencers. And I'm supposed to sit here and, like, spar and be compared to y'all when I've done stand-up specials that sold out? Yeah, I think, you know, and I don't think anybody has an issue with said craft. It's just explaining what it is that you do. Like, okay, man, I do... You know, I make comedic content. Like, I'm big on somebody saying, like, I remember people have said that to me. I'm like, you just think I'm funny because you know me. But I was like, that's a whole craft that I respect. And I don't do that. Like, I like standing on stage and, like, telling actual jokes to a room of strangers and having their attention for an hour and a half is a nut-ass thing to do. And I mean that as far as, like, that's a talent. That's a skill set. Like, because it's not just being funny. I'm like, you have to be able to take social cues. Like, I remember... I'm all, if I'm gonna talk about comedians, I'm almost, I'm always gonna drop some patricism in there. But he used to talk about to these like he's like talk about that shit. I've done field research. I've been doing this for years. I study people and how to work a room, how to understand this. And they even said that last night. Like a good comedian can see like you know you see the front row, but it's like what's going on in the back? What's the nigga doing at the bar? Like check the temperature, be able to use the crowd. Like yeah, it's different shit. And so yeah, I, I understand motherfuckers being like, hey nigga, this is don't just. You cool, like you funny, but like situationally funny, like you're a comedic actor or right. whatever the fuck. You're not a, like whoa, motherfucker, like relax. Kind of like a like haha. Yeah, he may be funny with skits or like in little stuff here and there, but stand up. I don't know if he's not funny stand up. I've never seen his his actual stand up. Mm-hmm. I guess it's pretty decent, but 
for him, like you're known for being situationally funny with skits and these type of things and creation in this, you know, review aspect of comedy. But that doesn't mean that you're good in this area. So say with 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 whatever, they both are creating food content technically, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken. So it's like, yeah, y'all may be creating food content, but y'all not fucking Andrew Zimmern. So you shouldn't be held in the same regard because really you're not even doing food content. You're just sloppily eating some shit and then jitterbugging Boy, them niggas or having a seizure or whatever the fuck you want to call it. What's I was about to say they pull up on fucking Gordon Ramsay and lose their shit, but there's a I dude. I wish. There's a. I wish they would pull up on like professional eating people. If there was oh, a show, this like nigga, chopped. whoever's Bo, Bo Corley, Bo the Goat, I followed this dude. Uh-huh. Maybe, and he's like a legit, like chef. I be, I be half a good at this point, a quarter of my little food related um thing on my Instagram is him because it'd be like, bro makes drinks, and then he breaks down like if you were gonna use. I don't know, man. He broke down one time. It was like, why using, I don't know, avocado oil or something is better than olive oil. And he's like, this is how you clean your pan. I was like, I'm learning so much shit. This nigga is like a real, this this fucking cooking and kitchen shit is not, this isn't a joke. Oh, yeah, I'm fucking with, I'm fucking with dog. This is, so I couldn't imagine being that type of motherfucker. And you're at whatever the food person's thing is, like the Grammys for food content people. And not to be a hater, but it's like, yo, man, like, it's kind of like that shit Joe said. Like, I like when you niggas fail because it's like, bro, I'm really in my craft. And you, you know, clenching your butt cheeks over a hoagie, man, I'm not fucking, what? Yeah, that's not the same. With no mayonnaise on it. Just a dry hoagie. It's just meat (laughs) and lettuce. Just. Is this what that was? I was, I was, I'm looking at the questions again. Like, oh, you trying to figure out. Okay, so Felix got one. I feel like Himes on knockout first because I can't really answer that that great. Um, Himes' question was, uh, the, the, what do you want us to talk about? You know, like the L.A. dating scene and how it's been changed, warped due to dating apps. I can't really, really talk because I don't use dating apps. I don't be dating like that. But I imagine it's made it I mean, fucking I can speak on it. weird in microwave culture. I've had dating apps for years mm-hmm. now i don't really meet people off them to be honest i think i've maybe i think i've had dating apps since i worked overnight at the group homes okay and i was before i think that was before hathaway but mm-hmm. around that time that's kind of when i first jumped on them because i was working two and three jobs and it was like this may be the only opportunity i have to meet and talk to people <coughs> and just kind of see what's out there right so I just got the apps and have different profiles, and I've scrolled through them for years. And I still have them periodically for a couple months. I'll go and look on there and have conversations. But I'm not I'm not adamant about trying to meet and date people like that, which I share on my profile. So mm-hmm. it is what it is. Um, he's asking, how has it changed the climate of dating? Yeah. I don't L.A. Th- dating scene and how it's been changed and warped due to dating apps. I don't think it's been... I, I can say that it's been changed, but I don't think it's been warped because I kind of look at dating apps similar to like the club. Mm-hmm. Somebody goes to a space where there's a lot of people. They find somebody that they may find attractive or whatever the case is. They tell each other some bullshit. They meet each other's representative. 
and they go from there. They may hook up. They may get to know each other. They may not. It's the same thing on the apps. I will say a lot of the apps you can tell. So for me, say as a black man, mm. I can tell which apps ain't going to give me no traction because <laughs> I'm a black man and most of the people on there are white or white identifying. And I, I fucking with you on Farmers Only. <laughs> <laughs> they might while you bullshitting if I, if I had one. But say, for instance, I like, like corn. Uh, <laughs> let me think of them shits. Maybe like a, a Bumble or a Tinder, right? Like to everybody I've knows Tinder. Yeah. But Bumble and Tinder are more so for white and white identifying individuals. So a blackity black nigga like me who got you know a picture up of me throwing up the black power fist and all types of other shit, I don't really Man, expect you to. only you jiggaboos getting right, like, yeah. <laughs> I can scroll through people all day, and I know that I'm not going to get hits because this ain't the app. Like I'm not even looking at apps. I'm really just scrolling, looking, <laughs> reading what people say. Sometimes I'll do it as a case study just to see the silly shit that people put in it, what women put in their profiles to see how like, that's not even a healthy narrative that you're putting in your profile, but okay. Like I, sometimes that's what I get out of it the most just reading what people think is going to be attractive or how they put some of their distortions and shit on their profile. Like if you got this, you don't even talk to me. It's like, damn, you coming so, mad angry on your profile. But bottom line, I know how I can read people's shit. I know that I'm not going to get traction. I'm just scrolling just to be scrolling. Like it's people watching. So I'm not really worried about it. And then you may have other apps where, Sure, I may get some traction there, but it may be, I don't know, maybe it'd be like hood black chicks as opposed to black professionals or whatever. Like you you kind of learn where to go for a certain image and certain attention or whatever you're looking for, which is no different than in real life. I know which clo- um, clubs and stuff to go to. If I'm, if I'm looking for somebody black, especially or African sugar daddy, I'm going to go to the Savoy. Because I know that that's what the Savoy got cracking. <laughs> if I'm trying to go and be in like a mixed crowd, then I'm going to go somewhere probably in, in in Hollywood. Yeah. With a little bit more of a mixed crowd. If I'm going to go to, what's that other place? Sunset, because I want to be around more white affluent type spaces. or You know, I yeah. can go to Echo Park for more Afro, uh, hipster area. Like, you know where to yeah. go for certain situations. So I don't feel like it's convoluted the space much it's just taking the same shit that we do in real life and put it into app form in the palm of your hand which kind of saves you some time if you're just trying to hook up you can find somebody to hook up on the app i've never done it but you know a lot of people apparently have a lot of success doing that but it, i think it just depends on your intention if you view it negatively it's going to give you a negative experience if you approach it with a certain attitude you're going to get that certain oh, attitude sad. back that's a stupid one Plenty of fish. I've never heard a good story from anybody who ever used plenty of fish shit. And that's one thing I used to laugh about because I remember people like using that, like especially even like around college and like after college. Mm -hmm. So like, yeah, to me, I wouldn't say that. Yeah, I don't know that like changed. I would say if you could, I don't know, man, um, like not to, I don't know nothing about drugs, but like if you could step on dating, like I think like, you know, the club you stepped on dating and, and you know, if you fucking put some, uh, you do these apps. It's like you step on a little more, you know, could have right. some other shit. It just is a just less pure form of interaction because. It depends because, you know, you can get a pure interaction on Christian Mingle or the the paid ones. And, uh, I was going to say Ancestry. E-Harmony. E-Harmony and all these other ones that you, I'm paying and everybody else that's doing this is also paying as well. They have a different intention. So you may have a better experience because everybody is paying for this opportunity to meet other people that actually want to 
just jump into a relationship as quick as they can with but see, somebody that they match with. That's part of my critique of why, of it not being pure because I feel like everybody's trying to cut corners. Oh, absolutely. On what relationships are, and I'm not saying this to somebody. I don't have no fucking. Uh, I'm not a relationship guru. It's just the general idea of it is if you know you look at love as this thing that we've all been chasing for life. You know, Shakespeare got outside and got butt naked in the wind from whatever the what fuck. What did we say at the beginning of the show? <laughs> all these things you do for love. What it was my retort? I will do none of that. Oh yeah, all this shit that you whatever like you know that love how love feels. Love for a parent. What's that shit from fucking uh, Beyonce? Love for a love for another one. Love for a child. Like. You know that this is a big, huge emotion, life-changing, alters you as a person, brain chemistry, a whole bunch of shit. Right. So the idea that everybody tries to find ways to cut corners, I find it always to be bullshit. Whenever anybody has come back with a bad story, I was like, well, what did you really expect? Because it is a cost. But right. if you look at it like, you know, y'all, we are all, I'm school, your job, whatever, there are things that you work, working out, you work really hard for to obtain this good, amazing result in the end. And the idea that motherfuckers think that you can get on an app, put a bunch of, plug a bunch of shit in, and you're going to find your person, you won't. Y'all have all covered all of the surface level boxes, which is fine. You have a good job. You wash your ass. You know, your mom is not a fucking sociopath, so that you think. Right. And then you still have to interact <laughs> with this person. And then you still learn them. You learn that I don't give a fuck that you are in a fucking, that you are in law school you're, I've noticed that you are a piece of shit person And I would not have known that If I hadn't interacted with you And now I'm all depressed Because I set this expectation That I could beat the system yeah. No dummy You will try it with somebody And you will see what the fuck happens And you will and you will go in though Working for it Right. Like if you go in thinking That you're going to figure it out As soon as something gets Uncomfortable you'll leave Nobody's saying you don't sit through Shit that is terrible You don't sit through shit that's painful You don't sit through shit that's abuse But it's like oh this is discomfort Because we're getting to know each other Which is something that you will have to do And I feel like that's where a lot of motherfuckers Like dropping the ball Like I don't want That's you getting to know this person's whatever And then y'all have the drop that ball in every air We had this conversation off air earlier Yeah You can meet somebody in public And be dating them for a while And they'll still drop the ball Because they haven't processed the shit They need to process To make sure that they can be patient Within the relationship So Yeah like y'all don't want to know That ain't dating apps fault That's just people in general They're still going to do the same shit Whether it's an app or real life Their behaviors are going to be the same I think dating apps like If anything embolden that Like you just don't know how to deal with people you don't know how to be genuine you don't know how to really like connect like there is no genuine connection like the thing thing yeah. the thing we got niggas always say around here is like you know you want to be friends with your partner nigga all of your friends y'all niggas had time it was just time and experience somebody uh, other motherfuckers yo, we used to do a lot of crazy shit some of y'all don't have crazy stories it was just you and fucking Jake and y'all just used to kick it after school a lot, played a lot of video games, and y'all just were like that from middle school into high school, and y'all just had time to be like, that's my person, that's my dude, I love my love my guy, that's your homegirl, you've been kicking it with Ashley since fucking grade school, that's your girl, that's your sister, that's your fucking ace, you got to do that same shit with this motherfucker that you want to fuck on, you just fuck on him, that's the only thing you add, and y'all trying to skip all these other parts, you don't like this motherfucker, bro, right. I don't give a fuck, I don't give a shit, yo. Um, and I'm a motherfucker who wants who I'm not really I'm not gonna settle for not having a partner who like you know is ambitious has goals. Bitch, I don't give a fuck if you are. Um, it could be the top selling artist like just you know the scissors and the whatever that motherfucker's a millionaire. I will get up and leave if you're a fucking asshole. 
And that's what y'all be trying to like duck on these fucking dating apps, and it don't make no fucking sense. Like, what killed it? You don't know this motherfucker. That's what killed it. Goofy. You don't know them, and you had an expectation of somebody. And you don't that know them. you at all for sure. But that's that that goes back to what I was saying as far as people's intention. Because there's a lot of people that get on these apps with a bunch of different intentions and don't even acknowledge the fact that I'm in a pool with a bunch of people that have different intentions. So I get upset at the experiences that I'm having on here simply because I wasn't patient enough to figure out what's going on with somebody. Yeah. Or I'm not realizing how I'm coming onto my page with fucking aggression and realizing why people approach me a certain way. Or I, I have my profile up and... Say, for instance, I've seen women's profile that are like, <laughs> you know, they ask you for little identifying stuff just so people can see if you are possibly a connect to them. Mm. So let us know a little bit about yourself. You know, you can click certain things that say I'm into this or you can put a sentence or two to tell about yourself or you can write full paragraphs if you want to. It's up to you how you do it. But some people would be like, oh, that takes away the fun of dating. Just hit me up and you get to know me. It's like, but that doesn't make people want to gravitate towards you when they have one or two pictures and something that says, if you want to know me, hit me up. I'll tell you about me later. I don't want to do that. I don't know you. But see, that to me is, is uh, dumb. Motherfuckers don't want to get to know you no more. I don't know nothing about you. What brought me to this page was them titties in that profile right. picture. You and didn't that'll be it too. Yeah. Why do people think, no, you, I'm not selling no pussy. No, I don't have an OnlyFans. But ma'am, you have three pictures on here. With you with your ass up. What yeah. you think people was going to approach you for? Nothing here Nobody said. here is looking for a real relationship. And you don't realize your profile is showing that you ain't looking for one either. You're not promoting one. Y'all, that's enough. I just People's say expectations. It doesn't match what they're doing. It doesn't match their comprehension level. It doesn't match their level of understanding. I think that may be the biggest issue when it comes to dating and dating apps is that, like you said, people don't, they still don't understand themselves and they don't even understand the product that they're presenting to the world. They're just out here doing what they feel like doing, having a certain expectation that things are supposed to go a certain way. And then they're mad when it doesn't turn out that way because you never you still haven't learned about yourself. You still haven't learned about people. You still haven't learned about communication. You haven't paid attention to shit. That's what y'all say. I'm just saying shit. That's what y'all yeah. be doing. You saying shit just to be you just out here saying shit okay. and ha- expecting shit to happen because of the shit you, you said. And it's just not. It's not going that way. So people will say that the app is the problem or people on the app are trash. Maybe it's you. Pretty much. Maybe it's you and your approach to the app. Millions of people, you think you're going to run across a bunch of strangers and the same concept is going to be them and not you? Whatever. Anyways, um, well, look at Felix with the heavy hitter. Thoughts on the emasculation of black men based on that Jonathan Majors photo shoot? Hmm. I mean, we can just, well, Mm. I'm not going to say it like Felix doesn't know this because I know Felix knows this. But a lot of people were looking at the emasculation of black men for that photo and having these deep dives into it. But they didn't know like the, what is it, the designer, the stylist, Mm -hmm. the stylist that created the outfit that he wore is like, nah, I, I like, I like one piece. And I, I created his outfit based on my favorite character from one piece. So that's why, right. That's why he looks the way that he looks. It's (coughs) it's an inspiration based on this character. It's not really emasculating black men at all. I just took something that I'm interested in and I put it into my creative space. I just want to make sure like I'm looking at the right thing. So like I I remember, cause I remember everybody like going nuts about 
Because I could talk. We could talk about both. Because I remember mm-hmm. everybody went nuts about the Rihanna and ASAP Rocky photo. That one I've seen too. About emasculating. So the pictures I've seen, and I'm looking at it now. Like there's some of these photos. So there's one here with him with the book. It's just pink. Um, this one of him doing the Duffamingo thing, I don't find that to be. It's just a pink. But that's because we have context of that comes from an actual character. But even 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 without the context, though, even without the context, it doesn't look terrible to me because we had fucking Cameron out here wearing pink everything, pink pink Lamborghini, pink Range Rover, pink flip phone, so chirp. So yeah, I took it as very. Yeah, obviously, it was during the Valentine's Day thing, right? I saw mad women like, yeah, I don't find any of this to be like emasculating. Emasculating. He looks like a motherfucker who. He's like a dude that's being propped up as a sex symbol. Because yeah. I know that women have been looking at my muscles for the last year and a half. And people want to capitalize off me looking good so they can get more people to come to their platform. And since apparently I'm sexy now, let me go ahead and just capitalize off being sexy now. So, yes, yeah. utilize me as a sex symbol, which means for GQ, it'll be me in a tuxedo because that's their audience. Yeah. Over here, it's going to be me looking this particular way. Like, I think the emasculation of men would be more so, um, damn, I don't know why I can't think of cuz name. Um, what's the face wearing the, the, the dress and blouses and all that stuff? Um, um, skinny cuz. Um, thugger? No, not thugger, but he's another one. He's de- He definitely fits. We can go with him. I was talking <laughs> more so with, um, damn, I don't know why I can't think of his name. Um, dude, that's an actor, skinny dude that was in um the movie about having a white voice. Oh, um, 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 Lakeith, Lakeith Stanfield, yeah, him. But Thug is a, actually a wonderful example as well because he full blown dress and all that other stuff. So those are instances where I can say, yeah, that may be a little emasculation. What's the motivation behind that? Uh, but some stuff is like the context help or like Kid Cudi wearing the dress when he performed. But that was people like, oh, that's a masculation of black men. It's like, no, that's actually him paying homage or tribute to um, what's the face that killed himself. The rock star that killed himself. Oh, um, Cobain. Cobain. Mm-hmm. Cobain. So he was like, no, I did that because I was trying to pay, um, pay homage to him. I so, could. So we got to we got to understand the context of it. Some stuff is just like but I'm it's even, artistry. Some stuff is yeah, maybe emasculation. Who knows? And maybe I'm late. Maybe I'm um, you know scaling this from what fashion looks like. But even the outfits that Jonathan Majors may, wore, none of that re- registers as like emasculating or like punkish. Nigga, look like he would get off that shit and still stomp your motherfucking ears together. But I wanted to be fashionable. I wanted to look good. Now I'm not. I personally don't want to wear no goddamn pants that are connected to my jeans. Yeah, but to me, that. that just registered more as like, ah, this is just weird fashion shit that nobody would wear in public because it just doesn't. And I'm critical of some of this fashion that looks dumb. But I didn't f- register that anything he put on was emasculating, especially given the time. It's like Valentine's Day. We're gonna wear all the loving colors, and then he just took pictures in it. Like, it didn't seem like there was any fucking, like, even his, I don't know, poses, nothing seemed feminine or anything. It's just, I'm trying to look good because I know the ladies going to look at this. That wasn't mm. even for us. But Not at all. For the lady, I saw, man, I saw, damn, it looked like every woman I know, know thirsted over that photo. And niggas in shape had it. So, yeah, I didn't I didn't find his photo so shoot. you saw a bunch, a bunch of women objectifying men? For sure. Oh, okay. Yeah, for sure. Um... 
Who knew that happened? I didn't have no joke for that. Like, yeah, for, that was exactly <laughs> like, yeah, it was like this. Yep, it was. And it was a bunch of quotes to go with it. Like, yeah, like, knock this out. You know, Kang me, time travel up this ass. You know, whatever you wanted to be. Yeah, like, you know, like, yeah, you know, like. You can see the interdimensions and ultra universes yeah, of this pussy. You know, That's what you yeah, can get you, get you Ant-Man some shit, get small and get big in this motherfucker. Yeah, that was going nuts. <laughs> it was crazy. But, I mean, to compare that to even uh, the way that y'all jumped up and down on fucking Rihanna even though I guess I could understand that one being perceived as more emasculating, even though I'm a dad with my fucking child. Right. And again, <clears throat> my wife's in the driver's seat at this point because she just performed at the Super Bowl. Like even all that before I got to the emasculating of men thought, I thought about all the things that made sense of why she would be whatever. And, and it's like her at the top. I'm not finna like leave this nigga behind. This is dope. I'm getting to, and like, for somebody like the way, especially the way we talk and I talk on here, it's like I don't necessarily take that as like I understand where niggas was going, but I didn't flat out try to take it like that. Cause it's like we both millionaires. If I'm dad right now, the nigga I'm dad because I really hate the narrative that my baby gets born and I don't know what the fuck to do. Like I really beat y'all the fuck up over that. Like I've never understood that. I'm not saying that like kids crying and all that other shit is not. It's annoying in general for all parties involved, but you're not going to sit up here and say just because you got coochie that you're just somehow great at this job. I've seen too many be terrible at it. Like I've, you know, let's get let's get fucking for real. I have actively worked with, taken care of too many, more than I can count, that those ones were terrible. And it's this other party that's like, I just want to get it together to get my kid together. I know my child. I was there from jump. I'm good with my daughter. I'm good with my son, blah, 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 blah. The idea that I have this amazing, super talented partner. So, yeah, you did this part. We're partners. Get your ass out there and go and perform at the Super Bowl and do some backflips and get this shit together. And then you can bring your ass home because that's why we got this partnership where you don't maybe have to leave out of the country for six months to put together 57 deals because you handle it all on your own. You can now split the difference because, well, you know what? We don't have to do that. I don't have to commit to these many things because i have an equally dope partner like that's more of how i tried to look at it i understand what you niggas are saying but also i need niggas to understand how that backfires thing to be like she's up front he's at home with the kids that's what you want to be able to do because if it's the other way around you're going to be ready to commit suicide in 10 years because she's never helped you don't know who your kids are you've getting out you feel bad because you've given them the world but they're like, nigga, you never showed up to watch me fucking play football, so I still fucking hate you. Nigga, you finna go eat a bullet. Like, so don't, you know, don't. Come on, man. Y'all got to think a little bit. Yeah. I mean, I can understand some of the argument, especially right now, because of so many of the narratives are trying to intentionally put women in images of power. Mm -hmm. I get it. Some of them it may seem like it's OT, like they just doing the most to try to make sure that the woman is highlighted ever so much. But also it's it's a Rihanna based shot. Yep. It's about her. It's not about her relationship. Like if somebody's talking to LeBron about being a husband, LeBron's gonna be in the front because it's about him. Mm -hmm. It's not about the kids, it's not about Rocky. You may have images of Jay and Beyonce being equal, but that's because when we think of Jay and Beyonce, we think of them as equals. Musically, if you're a, a beehive person, you're going to think Beyonce is just the greatest thing in the world and Jay is her husband. 
and that's vice versa. Really, some of y'all really be saying that that's just Beyonce's husband. Uh, relax. I'm not even like a, I'm like, not even a Hove stand, but relax. It's dudes in the streets that are just like Hove is life, and they don't really pay Beyonce no mind. So and you, you niggas are also nut ass niggas. Right. Yeah, got it on both sides, but I can see them being portrayed in a way where they are even because when we think of them, they are equally yoked. Mm-hmm. But in that situation, we know for a fact Rocky ain't got what Rihanna got. Now, see, now that was one thing they talked about on the Joe Budden show, which people start telling on themselves about how you truly value men. Right. Because it's like, who the fuck says this nigga is not the nigga simply because she's, they're they're millionaires at this point. Like, their level of money is beyond comprehension. and It's way more than any you motherfuckers fucking with, like, at all, like, in a real, real level. So... The idea that like he's less than simply from a financial space is nuts because we've completely bypassed any other aspect of what makes him a good partner or a man, and that's on both sides. That's some shit everybody was doing that that was crazy with this. I'm like, so he's only a man. Like a man is a good fucking father. You niggas say that shit all the time, and we be like, sound the alarm, get the horses, we ride at dawn. That we as a real man for being a goddamn daddy. Good daddies and everybody, huh? And we come across like the ride, like the fucking riders of Rohan, like and it's so you can't say that shit and then act like a nigga. Like I need to have time to be there to be a fucking father. I don't right. give a shit what Akon says, motherfucker. That's part of the bargain. I mean, we said the same thing with fucking Wiz, seeing how he interacted mm-hmm. in in the Oreo commercial with his son, and then seeing other footage of how he interacts with his son and all this other stuff. Oh, he's a good father. Well, I had to step out of the public eye. We ain't hear nothing or see nothing from Wiz because I'm here being a daddy. Y'all know who his mama is, so I ain't yeah. <laughs> Y'all know I got to step up a little bit harder because because of who I chose <laughs> to procreate with. Uh-huh. But... Then I had my time where I could go back on tour with Snoop and get back to the smoking and all that other stuff. But what I have to do responsibility-wise is going to come in waves. That doesn't make me less of a man. Same thing with Rocky. Rocky, he's, he's still a hard nigga, man. He's slipping on semen in, in prisons. You know, he, he a whole thug out here, but he got to be a daddy right now, and that's okay. <laughs> so while Rihanna is, is rihanna in, she had to prepare for the Super Bowl because that ain't no shit you put together in the weekend, pregnant oh, or not. She been preparing for months, I'm sure, and all the stuff that she does which are full full blown presentations not just people walking the runway it's like a, a whole production she, while she's working and doing all her thing I'm going to take a step back and I'm going to focus on playing the daddy role for a little bit I'm sure he'll be back to modeling and all that in that's no another time. thing assuming that he's not still maintaining other aspects like but he might not drop a fucking song because music clearly from what I've seen and people act, you know show it's this all-encompassing process. Right. But the way that I've parlayed my fucking music money has gotten me this, this, and this, and these other opportunities that I can probably manage without being on the forefront. You niggas ain't seen Ferg. Ferg living his life, got his little fucking photographer girlfriends, I believe. Or I don't know if they progressed. But, like, <clears throat> living his fucking life. So motherfuckers be like, this motherfucker's just chilling because they're not making music. I don't know what the fuck this boy doing, to be completely honest with you. Because whatever the fuck we look up online, these niggas not putting their whole assets on there. No. It's all saying all that to say, do I think he's a billionaire? No. But to talk about this scenario as if it's like Rihanna, this amazing billionaire, and this nigga who used to wash cars when he met her. Like, that's not the <laughs> fuck. Like, knock it off. How they talked about Nikki and her husband? Well, that's different. That's, <laughs> now, that man is a... Convicted... 
Yeah, that's different. That's a little, that's a little different situation. That ain't yeah, the, we not gonna dive I mean, deep into that. We yeah, can, I don't, but I don't, we not. You know, I don't know them people like that, but I know what I done heard, and I just know that's, that's a ooh. It's a bit nasty. Yeah, this, you know, this, that's, that's who you We're chilling. them over him, and then, you know. <laughs> We're going the opposite direction. Yeah, Nikki over him. Yeah, we can, we can yeah. be Nikki over there. But we can even say with, say, Corday. Corday, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. She, and she's pregnant now, so they'll be welcoming their first child together. That's another good but point. But she makes more money than him. Him, I'm sure. And when she was fucking doing her, um, having her moments where she was, I need to go to this, this, and this one. I ain't hear no shit from dog boy. I'm at these motherfucking games, baby. Like, fuck you niggas in this music right now. Like, I'm. We didn't I'm, even know he was <clears> still <throat> making music. Like, he's re- he's dropping that he's had music and is releasing it now, or is about to release it. But he was quiet about what he was doing. Why? Because I'm supporting my woman. Every time you niggas talk, I just feel like y'all really telling ourselves about like not really understanding what anything healthy is supposed to look like. I, like y'all just be regurgitating the same old shit, but y'all do it louder with better lighting. And when we get this fucking, when we get these, we get the visuals together, because you niggas just saying shit. I feel like they telling themselves in regards <coughs> to perpetuating that stereotype that Black men are afraid of strong black women, which is absolutely not true at all. We are not intimidated by none of you niggas at all. Niggas by, is, by and large, we not intimidated by y'all niggas. are like actively home. yelling out loud now to the point. At first, you used to be niggas just like, well, nobody intimidated. To the point where niggas are now. It's not even just us. We are not unique in saying the whole fucking, no, man, get a goddamn job, get a career. I'll see you when you get off. I can pick this motherfucker up from school. Like, we, yeah, let's balance the schedules. I'm very okay with, oh, she had to, uh, you know, whatever the fuck. Don't neglect your partners. But the idea that niggas are like, oh, I don't really, like you're a weirdo, and niggas will call you a weirdo. Like that's that whole like y'all are. This is not 1942. Y'all are bullshit. That is not a thing. No, not at all. I I want her to do well and be successful because that takes some of the burden off of me. I would like when I I, I gotta probably repost it. That like at, niggas want to move. That's okay. Sorry. Let me get my shit together. Go ahead. Gather it. Slow it down. Because, one, I thought about the Killer Mike thing. And I know people might fucking, like, go back and forth because Killer Mike is this famous whatever. And his wife is not as famous, I guess, technically on her own merit Mm because she wasn't an artist. But when you listen to Killer Mike talk, this is somebody who never had to maybe work a traditional job. But it ain't like she just sitting at home scratching her ass. Dog was like, I wanted to buy this fucking thing. That's why when y'all... Take these stupid ass statements that y'all just get from, I don't know, the Bible, like a woman comes and she nurtures. Don't know what the fuck that means. You have no actionable way to put that back together. That's like right. misinterpreted because you're thinking too literally as opposed to thinking logically and using some critical understanding with what you're watching. That man was like, yeah, I wanted to do this and we had the money and, we, and she found out that there was a fucking xyz uh 10 10 10 unit whatever and we bought that and we bought it for like 200 grand and we flipped it for 600 grand and that was all off of her being able to maneuver it that does not come from somebody who's just um, nigga, the kids no nigga like if you figuring out how to work work whatever i'm finna burp this nigga if you're researching fucking properties then yeah let's go over here you need to shit let's whatever whatever when i come back and he sleep now we're gonna discuss how to fuck that's how fucking hu- what's wrong with y'all? Like, like y'all just be saying shit, and I'm like, that doesn't have any applicable thing to life. Mm-hmm. Y'all just be saying the shit that sounded good in a song or something. When she comes together and builds and maximizes what you have, what does that look like, bro? Like 
tell me what that is because I'm coming in with this much money and this type of job and this type of career. So you're not going to tell me, come through and say that you are, you know, a spiritual guided queen. And bitch, I'm trying to fucking, you know, uh, buy a big house and have a couple income properties and retire by this age so we can go and get butt naked on the island. Like, if I can, like, how the fuck we finna do that if you just, what the fuck? What the fuck is we talking about? What is we talking about? They don't know what they're talking about. I think a lot of people say this stuff, not just because, like you said, they expose themselves, but they speak from their insecurities. And so many people don't realize that they even have insecurities or are able to acknowledge them to even recognize that that's the position that they're speaking from. Y'all using like personality. She's like, this is who I am. And it's like, no, man, that's trauma. No, that's who you are because it's a personality disorder. <laughs> personality disorder is definitely who you are. And there's medication for that if necessary. But <laughs> you don't even know that. You think that this is a normal behavior for you and other people that don't accept it are weird, not realizing oh. that's a distortion. Speaking, like, I just thought about that. Even if we're even if getting outside of romantic stuff, it's because you said the Bible thing. Mm-hmm. Even y'all just saying shit. And I want us as a community, like I'm, I'm not an encyclopedia, to burn but Bible? well, <laughs> at least read, like read and study it. Cause y'all just be saying shit and have been saying shit. It was a clip going around and I sent it to, to these, and it was this woman talking to her mom. Long story short, the mom was really heavy on the spit ride, sport child shit. And like said it super heavy. And I thought about how many niggas say that. And if you watch any of these fucking, any clip that you see online of a kid nutting up. The line is always in people and spare the rise, spoil the child, spare the rise, spoil the child, spare the rise, spoil the child. And one, I don't even believe anybody knows like the entire scripture, the entire thing. So, um, what's the actual? Uh, okay, so it's like it got comes. A Bible right there, if you want to look it up. He who spares the rod hates his son, but he who loves him is diligent to disciple him. So, one, first and foremost, discipline him. First and foremost, understanding what this, there's so many things, and Google is fucking free. Spare the rod wasn't even really supposed to, like, niggas really thought spare the rod means you take the rod and beat this motherfucker. When, if we are all lambs of God, when you look, even they get fucking, a shepherd. even fucking Moses, when he was parting the you have a menstrual staff. cycle, see? You have a... <laughs> You have a staff, you have a rod, and with this rod, you guide your fucking flock so they don't run out in the wilderness and get ate up by wolves. But that doesn't immediately correlate to beating the ass. That means that could be conversations. I've been guided. You was in school. My guidance counselor in high school used to call me in his, to talk to me about my fucking future, and then we put together a plan for me to go to college. Like, guidance counselor. You had a fucking... uh. Uh, whatever the fuck, same type of concept when you were in college, people who are talking and guiding you along your journey. And then when you mess up, they discipline you by also teaching you why that was a mistake. None of that correlates to beat this motherfucker to death. And you niggas are dumb. Dumb as fuck. So the rod is a tool to help guide and corral as opposed to a tool that is used to discipline. The language of that is nuts as if niggas was just picking up rods and hitting chill. What the fuck? Like, what kind of, like, I'm a, mandated repo- I'm a mandated reporter, motherfucker. You niggas out here saying that I, WWE is how I raised my motherfucking child. That's, that's, that's a narrative in black communities or communities of color in general that gets perpetuated. That, like, 
an ass whooping is the way that you're supposed to do it. Like grandma or somebody was going to get the switches off the tree and beat your ass. And that's how everybody was getting their ass beat. And that helped me turn out okay. So that's what, you know, I should be doing as a parent as well. Not to say that you shouldn't spank your kids because I'm all for a good ass whooping. Not yeah, a literal ass whooping. But, you know, for context purposes, you know, a little, a little was it corporal punishment, so to speak? But see, y'all aren't giving out consequences for actions. Y'all are giving out, like, beatings and punishments because you're mad Because you're overwhelmed. Because you are burnt out in your life. Because you're not paying attention to you. Because you are neglecting your needs. And because you don't know how to assert yourself and draw healthy boundaries in your life. You're taking it out on this child. I'm not going to lie, man. A lot of y'all be trying to attribute that to the Bible. And really, that shit is slavery. It's like, really, that shit is white men used to beat the fuck out of us and a variety and tell of us other that things. This is why they do it because the Bible says it's okay. And then you went to, and then you went home and beat the shit out of like right. it's, it's the same. That's what I'm supposed to do. Conditioning. Y'all, y'all don't see a pattern here. Like you know, in the 19 whatever is 1940s, when your fucking pop pop who you love was coming home and giving your granny the most uh, outrageous fucking right cross and that's because when he was at work pimp and strong yeah that's because when he was he was outside getting beat the fuck like y'all are not seeing how these traumas like just kind of perpetuate in real life you know i'm just saying like it some of this shit you know you gotta at least tweak the motherfucker like no because that means you would have to be critical of what you've been told that means you would have to question things and think outside of your comfort zone in order to realize that maybe just maybe what i'm being told isn't exactly how it should be. And we already know how uncomfortable people get when you tell them that the way that they believe they should be doing things isn't necessarily the way that they should be doing things. Niggas are nuts, man. Literally and figuratively. But job security for us. So don't know what to say in that regard. How many people are really going to be critical of the Bible and actually like think of it outside of the context of what they pastor and their grandmama told them? I don't know, because you go to hell if you do that or some shit. Like, you know, heaven forbid you. Y'all be doing a Bible study, man. Like, you know, I'll be seeing y'all post the shit, and y'all be posting all these uh, all these cool, you know, it's all the cool fucking, like, you know, youth pastor Christian niggas who got pods and, like, shit. And, like, yeah, y'all be studying. Y'all be listening to them. They be having new takes. It was some dude that came across my feed. He was trendy as fuck. I was like, like the fuck out of this shit. I don't know what he was talking about. I forgot what he was talking about. But it was, it was just cool. And he was like, he made a good point. And he put some, sprinkle some Jesus in there. White Jesus or black <coughs> Jesus? I'm, I like to think this, this, this Jesus. I like knows. to hope that he. Yeah. I mean, you never know. You had Mr. T on the fucking Christian <coughs> work. <coughs> screaming for Jesus. I mean, but at his age, like at a certain level, like there's a certain level of conditioning. I'm just not like if you at a certain age back and you didn't say, man, I used to go and I used to be up hanging out with, uh, you know, Kaba and me and John Hembrick. Like, if you're not saying you was kicking with the heavy hitters, I'm going to just assume you just are a product of your, you know, generation. And it ain't your fault at this point. He was kicking it with Jesse. I'm chasing them Jesse. Oh, out here with Jesse. I missed the whole black movement, for real, for real. We was just doing this to get some Gucci, baby. Pretty much. I feel like we gave y'all a good one today. That's it? You, you met your capacity? It's a good hour. Well, you know, I don't want to give y'all all, like, you know. Uh, we answer some questions, which is something that I've been wanting to do on a regular basis. So we definitely can revisit that more often. Trying to make it a thing, guys. Just give y'all say it, we will answer it. Y'all niggas, 
for all through the early 2000s was sending your transgressions into Shirley Strawberry and Steve Harvey. So I know you motherfuckers oh. can come to us and we actually trained to talk about that it. That was a thing. It was. <laughs> Fucking Strawberry letter. <laughs> we can turn on some cool music for us and we can go ahead and talk about whatever topics or scenarios y'all send into us. Since we are more independent and we have more time to do that, I really would like for y'all to do this. If you see this or you pass the information on to somebody else or we could make a post about it too. But yeah, send in certain scenarios and situations you would like us to discuss and we will, you know, we'll touch on it on here. Yes, the man. way he touching on I'm her. I'm saying, boy, he went nuts. <laughs> like, I know y'all are not. This shit took such a turn in the back. Trying, just trying to damn physically assault a woman and grope her while rubbing somebody's blood on her body. Very, very he, decorative. Yo, you know, he really killing it with how he's decorating his blood. But it's just like, what is wrong with you, my boy? Like, just took a. Did he kill her? Damn! With what blood magic? I don't know if he killed her. I think that may have been a sign for just like. Oh, the, she just checking life, out. Yeah, the life damn. leaving her eyes because she's so traumatized. This some fucked up shit, but he. Yeah. And why they in the room? Yo, this is, you know, this is. If you watch certain animes, you'll see like it's a lot of Asian dudes on here that just be. Y'all be doing, y'all be doing the most with the torture shit. They be going nuts. Also, yeah, that's another conversation that I might save for another thing. But yeah, the the culture over there is dope, but it's, you know, it's a lot. I'll just say this. I mean, I appreciate that it highlights actual shit that happens. They ain't ain't sugarcoating it. Like, there are some niggas that do that shit. That goes back to my usual critique of y'all. When y'all be like, I don't like, and I know I'm super biased, but it's like some shit, bro, is just, y'all are not watching shit that to me is wildly stimulating. And I'm not saying you have to watch TED Talks every day, but some of these mediums have a lot of shit. Like, nothing we've watched on here would I let any child watch. Like, this shit is literally just animated. Everything else is real traumas, behaviors, real life situations, real ideologies, real theories, historical context, all of these things. Yeah, if you tell me you like a show, oh, I like watching this show for this is that and the third. I had has this that. Like you can find it in a lot of these other me- mediums, and a lot of times, or sometimes at least, find it better or more thought out because you might just have something even down to like a budget. I can maybe make. I'm assuming. As opposed to grabbing all these people and putting them in an area and shooting forty-seven episodes, I can make a I can make this cartoon and make a hundred episodes and really flesh the idea out and blah 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 blah. All I don't know, man. All I'm saying is I watch a lot of shit. This is not my only medium. I watch tons of shit. I just be feeling like sometimes people are like you know I don't understand this and third. I'm like I don't know. Are you thinking? What you thinking within about? the line of today's conversation, people not wanting to step outside their comfort zone, people doing only certain shit for certain reasons with no actual purpose and how they approach it and all that other stuff. They just they latch on to some shit because it's popular. Did you watch the new episode? Of, no, no, because that shit doesn't have, like, be honest, like, what do we like about this? We like it because it's just some simple shit. You really like, I don't know, man. Those are red flags, too. We can get into that another man, time. And listen. Oh my I'm, God, did you watch the Kardashians? And I will never talk to you again. Man, I'm playing the sexy chick. She was talking nice to us. Yes, you uh, should. And y'all don't be talking nice. Not at all. Listen, man. I... Shout out to my mama for listening to this on the weekend. This we man, because it just. It shouldn't even said nothing yet. And this is better than majority of whatever the fuck you said. Oh my God, I like wishing. It's so romantic. No, it's not. Whatever you listening to. Nothing Summer Walker says. But what the f- 
Just in general Nothing Summer Walker says Just no, nothing What woman When your girl ever told you She would give you the world Never Never She asking for it That's why is, She called you your angel You would give your heart To somebody Goodbye Cause you niggas not fucking You're not You're not You're not picking up What I'm putting down Not at all Only woman called me Her angel is my mom Goodbye